Mendy here from the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome in to another episode of the First Down Fantasy Podcast. Here with the normal goons, Eric Mendelson. Yo, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. John Van Etten. What's good, what's good, what's good? And we got our newbie this week. She goes by Claudum or Santa Claude, sometimes Lepra Claude, and maybe even, I think, sometimes Cinco de Claudo. Oh, my God. Claudia, welcome to the pod. Hi. I didn't even think of Cinco de Claudo, but thank you. Maybe Claudio de Mayo. Oh, that's what it was. See, <laughs> I, I knew it was something with that, but I just totally mixed it up. <laughs> For those that don't know, she has the best Twitter handles known to existence. Thank you. So you have to make sure to check those out. Um, how was everybody's Thanksgiving? It was okay. I had to spend it with you. <laughs> so you mean it was great? It was okay. I got to avoid the both of you, so mine was looking up pretty good. I got the why are you still single question about 45 times, so. Ooh. You know, what do you tell them? <laughs> so I kind of was, uh, I kind of introduced you guys before what I had planned here, but I had intro music for each of you guys for this week. So this, tell me if I hit the nail on the head. So this is going to be Eric's intro's music right here. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Subtle. Now tell me if anybody knows where this is from. Sounds like a. It sounds like a TV show, like an 80s sitcom. It sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. So this is the Cheers intro theme. Yeah, there we go. Oh. And it goes. Every- it goes like this. <laughs> That's pretty fitting for Eric, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. I'm, I and then, that. curious to see what's next. All right, so John, this is your intro music. <laughs> this is the A team. <laughs> Wait, who said the A team? John did. It's because you're coming and saving the day for the pod. <laughs> oh my god! As long as I'm Mister T, I'm and then plays uh, me in fantasy. 
<laughs> and then, all right, you guys should all know where this is from. This is Claude's intro music right here. This is crazy from. Oh my god. No, but where's that from? Is it from? I mean, it's, they played on Family Guy. Like, disappointed in all you guys. It's from Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, what but, what does that make yours then, David? Uh, you know, no, I da- David's is the the intro one. Got to get that first down. That's David. <laughs> no, that's that's so. Hey, plain. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, next time I'm gonna actually introduce you guys with the intro music. Dave- so that would be David's uh, intro is plain like the carb-free dinners he eats. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared of carbs. Um, so anyway, we are uh, going to dive into here our first segment, as we always do, with the, uh, the week uh, 12 kind of just takeaways. So this is my takeaway. Oh, you got, you got intro by the XX on here. I like it. It's kind of like you're like reminiscing, you know, like looking back in time. Is it crazy that I think about the same thing when I listen to this song? What do you think about? Uh, I go through the calendar on my phone and think about other times where I've listened to this song. What what are some other times? Uh, It's a popular sauna music play for me. Uh, Definitely listen to it a lot on my vacations this year because it's also good for helping fall asleep. How are you in Sonos? Eric, that's kind of disappointing. I was hoping it was for a more epic story I'm than that sorry. song. Um, but yeah, that's my reminiscing music. So you can, anyway, uh, let's start with uh, Eric. What are your three takeaways from last week? As I've already wasted <laughs> five minutes. So, so I'll, I'll be quick with these. The first is, I don't think people are talking about it. How crazy or how magical Lamar Jackson's fantasy season is. He's on pace for 446.1 fantasy points, which would be a career high for any position. To put it in perspective, Mahomes had 411 last year, which is the highest ever for a quarterback or for anyone else. And he's on pace to beat that by 35. He only has two games with less than 60 rushing yards. He has six rushing touchdowns and five interceptions. And I think, David, you told me that he's the number nine uh, player in rushing yards. So just well, that's a good statistic just crazy, ridiculous how the season he is, especially where his ADP was. Um, my second is the Browns are poised for a big fantasy playoff run. I think they've really figured it out. I think they're just feeding the ball to their superstars. It seems like there's a lot of room for uh, Mayfield to throw to Landry and Beckham. And to give Boo. and Kareem Hunt some work. And uh, they play Cincinnati, uh, the Cardinals, and the Ravens in the playoffs. And they have the Ravens number. So even if you get to week, week 16, I would feel confident. And the last is, uh, I think as we get to fantasy playoffs, it's important to touch on the importance of handcuff or backup running backs. So uh, this past week, we had a lot of, running back or backup running backs actually lead the team in rushing such as Benny Snell, um, Raheem Bostert, Jonathan Williams, Latavius Murray, and Rashad Penny. So 
I think before the playoffs start, you definitely want to handcuff the obvious names, Tony Pollard for Zeke, Madison for Cook, um, because, you know, if one of those gets, if one of them get hurt, um, you really want to make sure you're insured. I love how your quick is like over two minutes. (laughs) Um, All right, Santa Claude, what are your three takeaways? Um, I actually asked my mom what I should say for this, and she wants me to say, uh, "Go Jets!" Solid takeaway. Because I mean, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I mean, the, the Jets have been on like a weird roll. And I don't remember a game happening there. <laughs> Sounds like a salty Raider <laughs> fan talking. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I mean, and Darnold got some ass last week. I don't know if you guys saw on the news. It was a big headline that he went home with a girl. A little yes, bit more I than I want. Did you guys see that? His, uh, like, is, 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 is he okay to make out with girls now? He had mono earlier this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's about to go infect the entire city of New York. So I was there on Wednesday night. I made sure to not share my drink with anyone. I was very careful. All right. Well, all right. So let's say um, Sam because... Darnold came up to you. Would you make out with him? Uh, probably not. Ooh, oh, I, I thought that was a question for Eric. I would make that with Sam Darnold. <laughs> um, Why? Because, I, uh, he, well, when he had mono, uh, we we were listening to Matthew Barry, and he was like, how cool is it to be in Sam Darnold's shoes where you're sick, you're still getting paid, and you have people delivering stuff to your house, and you can't leave. Like, it's it's pretty good. Um he painted mono in a positive light, uh, but I feel like that would be my claim to fame is like, hey, I hooked up with Sam Darnold. But then you're, you already had mono. Yeah, I'll yeah. So, I mean, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting time, it again. But I don't think you can oh, get it. No, that's so true. Yeah, your body always you has can't. it. So, like, you have an immunity to it. So, you could technically hook up with him if you yeah. wanted to. I'm a little out of his league, though, but. Big star. <laughs> local Baltimore news station. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I mean, the Jets are coming off three good weeks and they're playing the Bengals this week and then the Dolphins after that. So I think they're on a nice little roll right now. Um, my second takeaway is I would like to patent like a button for your fantasy team where instead of you just drop a player – you literally throw them in the trash because of how angry you get with them. <laughs> I love it. And this week, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. Like, cause you're just, it's just not good enough. It doesn't feel as good to just drop them. You want to really throw them in the trash. And I would like to throw Jared Goff in the trash. So you like kind of like where you click on their icon and you drag it over to like the recycle bin. Exactly. Exactly. I would like to um, throw yeah, him in the trash. Like to recycle him. We're he. <laughs> I think he need, he needs to. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna end well from him, for him this season, and it hasn't been great so far. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And then another, I guess, another thing I would like to throw away is just the entire NFC East needs to be recycled to next year. Just retweet. Call it a retweet. day. Call it a day. If 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 you don't have Dak or I don't even know if anyone else is worth it, just drop them all. <laughs> It's over. I can't say I disagree. That whole division's pretty garbage. It's just, it's so bad. Um, and 
John, what are your three takeaways? Um, it, it came a little bit early, but it's it's Derrick Henry December now, so he's really, really, really going to um, carry some teams here come playoff time. Uh, he's looking real good. He always do well in these late divisional games. Just an absolute stud. Uh, also, the Bears, for being such a crap team, somehow have the easiest schedule. I think every time I look, they're playing some crap team. Like, I, I just don't understand it. I wish they were that way. Like, they played the freaking um, <clears throat> Giants. Now they play the third-string David Blow Lions. It doesn't make any sense. I Every time I turn around, they found a worse team that they get to play. So it's a little unfair. And then lastly, it was a big uh, put-up-or-shut-up week for some uh, stud defenses. The Niners and the Pats uh, both shut down some allegedly good offenses. So maybe – uh, Aaron Rodgers a little overrated. Maybe Dak's a little overrated. Ooh, hot takey. Are you going to have your bacon sizzling sound? Ah, I should have. Ah, I forgot for all the drops. I was kind of waiting for that. Damn it. Uh, I'll have to pull it up for the next hot take. Um, Eric, I, we do definitely have the same as far as I think I was put Lamar as MVP. I think we had a discussion on here. Uh, Lamar versus Russell Wilson. I don't remember Eric if we were on the Lamar. I, I was on the Lamar side. side, and so that means you and um, JL. you and JL were on the Lamar, and Eric and I were Russell Wilson. We were definitely wrong. Yeah, looking. For- uh, he's. I think it, as long as he doesn't fall off a cliff, I think he's going to be the MVP. Um, <laughs> the uh, San Francisco. It's really like I, I'm actually like shuddering as I say it. But I think it's San Francisco versus New Orleans for the NFC. Uh, I don't ever like to acknowledge Eric's team in a positive light. And having to say that they're probably going to be in the title game is just sends chills down my spine. Yeah, chill. It's too early to say that, David. You're jinxing us. Classic. Congrats (laughs) to the NFC championship, Eric. I think this week will be a big if, – if San Francisco goes into Baltimore and beats them, I think that's a really telling sign. I'll probably still be drunk by the time we record this next week if that happens. Um, wow. And then this, this is poor timing because I had this written down. We were – for those that don't know, we usually do the pods Wednesday evenings, but with Thanksgiving, uh, we moved it to Friday this week. And um, my I wrote down that Buffalo is a <laughs> – <laughs> the the timing would just not be more and then, well you can still make the <laughs> argument they haven't played a good team because maybe the Cowboys are the frauds okay so maybe that is saving me a little bit but uh, I had that they were playing Dallas, Baltimore, Pitt and uh, New England as their next four games and they were probably going to go 1-3 and three or 0-4 oh they four. can still do 1-3 and three. so maybe 1-3 and three, so maybe this his hot take isn't completely bad but um, I definitely know. I think whoever plays them in the first round has an easier game than most other teams. Josh, you uh, do. Yeah, Josh Allen is a stud, though. He, he had um, his classic fall forward for two yards play the other. <laughs> um, all right. Well, those are your uh, look back into week 12. We have a new segment here we call uh, Fantasy Court. So here in the Fantasy Court, Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I like to start here. You guys hear this court music? Can oh we God, all yeah. take a character since we're in court? <laughs> so, our first court case. Wait, I want to be Judge, I wanna be judge gonna... Joe Brown. Oh, I was Judge Joe Brown. How does this game work? Joe Brown. 
how this game works is I'm giving you all a chance to be commissioner. And as commissioner, you're going to tell me what you would do. I still enjoyed that music way too much. Um, so, Eric, you're going to be our commissioner for this first question. So, Commissioner Eric. What do you do when someone makes a trade, but they are officially out of playoff contention? Floor is yours. Who was this for? Oh, this sorry, is for you. I didn't hear that. Uh, is this a dynasty or a redraft league? Uh, let's say for either. Uh, for a redraft league, there is no reason why they should be making trades. I would question that person's integrity. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't think that you can reverse the trade, but I think you wonder about bringing that person in next year because there's obviously some sort of collusion if they're out of it and make a trade that will probably help someone else. Uh, in a dynasty league, I'm all for it because I think that tanking is okay because you're looking at the long-term picture. What about, you said that yeah. a dynasty? That yeah, be I'd be okay, okay with, with it. it. As long as they're getting value in return. That's the sound of the gavel being hit. Court is adjourned. Next case. This one's for Claudia. So. I just want you to know that I'm dancing. You have a player that's in your league. And they do not check their team. This person is ruining the rest of the league as players, people playing them are getting easy wins. You're friends with this person, <laughs> so it's hard to kick them out. <laughs> what do you kick do? them out? <laughs> yes. Is this based on true events? Yes. I feel like there's something going on. We will not say. <laughs> Yikes. Um... I would, I would, I would do like a like like a three strike policy. I would like tell them every week for three weeks, "Yo, check your lineup. What's good?" And then I would probably have to kick them next year at least for sure. So you don't feel like you're that like annoying. I think that's fair. If you like text like you're like being texting them three straight times and being kind of like that clingy no. person, like, "Hey, like you up? Where are you at? You check. We've all been. I mean. Stuff. it's 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 their loss like if they're not doing it it's their loss so i'm doing you a favor i'm not i shouldn't it shouldn't be annoying okay that sounds like you know what you know i think we're uh (laughs) that's the sound of the gavel court is adjourned next case this one is for john so you're in a dynasty league you're in a league with all your friends. One of your friends is doing really bad and decides he wants to tank for a better draft pick. He does so by not playing legal lineups or putting in any players in any roster spots and leaving them blank. What do you do? John Bennett? I feel very strongly about this because I would, of course, be the team that doesn't end up playing them and just gets knocked out or something. But I think it's ridiculous to leave roster spots blank. If you want to, if you want to tank, then you should have to play crap players, and that would be on you. 
on who you want to drop to play some crap players. But it's not like, you know, the Cleveland Browns for 12 years were playing with nine people on the, on the field. You know, they're playing with nine good players on the field or something. But you got to at least have, have your full team out there. So this is, like I said, a two-part question then. One, do you think tanking is okay? It, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but I think it has to be done the right way. Like you have to field a full lineup, you know. So what about does that include if I have players on bye weeks? If I put in guys I don't want to drop, that like I can like let's say I have Derrick Henry and he's on a bye, and I put him in, uh, is that count or no? Well, there's enough roster spots that you shouldn't be running into issues like that. But all right, John, what if I placed someone like Justice Hill in my lineup, third string running back for the Ravens, technically active? So he's playing, but very we'll probably get like one point seven at the most. That that's fine. He has to take up a roster spot. Okay. That's that's cool. so as long as they're active players playing yeah. in that game, okay. I mean, shoot, you could even play Antonio Brown, but I mean it needs to be somebody Okay. Needs to be taken up a roster spot. <laughs> he probably will complain if he's on your roster, so I wouldn't keep him on my team. Um, sounds like, uh, you know what? That's the hammer court adjourned. And this week's segment of fantasy court is over. Nice job. Commissions. David, I feel like you dressed up for this segment. I can imagine you just wearing a suit right now, really getting into it. No, I have my power yeah, wig. He's like gap. the British people over there. He's got, got his white hair on. Um, I was going the opposite way, and I was thinking of um, the Amanda show with the dancing lobsters. Oh, see, you know what? I was hoping someone would say that because when I first thought of this segment, <laughs> that's what came in my mind. We talked about this yesterday. That's they what I'm like, thinking of. We should bring in dancing lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we move into uh, one of our main staple segments. We always do our uh, week 13 analysis. That was a pretty epic drop, wasn't it? I haven't recovered yet. <laughs> I feel like it built this up for this horrible segment, but anyway. Um, so we're going to be looking at basically all the games for this coming week, which we will, since we usually, again, get this out on Wednesday. We don't know ahead of time what's going to happen. This will include um, the games that have already been played. Um, just And we'll just kind of give thoughts on those games. Um, so... We had three Thanksgiving games this week. Um, so, uh, Eric, I'm going to start with you. The Bears beating Detroit 24-20. Um, with the third, uh, Detroit started their third-string quarterback. Um, I think his last name is like Bloch or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what, are your, what do you take away from this? Well, game? David, say his last name for me one more time. <clears throat> Bloch. He actually had a solid game, not bad for a third-string quarterback. Uh, I I play. I saw a lot of people in leagues bench Galladay and Marvin Jones, but I think they both – you have to start them regardless because they're studs. Uh, Trubisky had his third straight game with three touchdowns, and uh, even though the, the Bears' D wasn't as dominant as they have been, it's still a decent performance. Okay. Um we look into the uh, next game that we had was 
uh, Buffalo against Dallas. Uh, so, Leprechaun, what do you think about uh, your favorite Dallas Cowboys in this game? I think they're trash. I think they've always have been trash, and they always will be trash. Tell us how you really <laughs> feel. Um, I, I'm all Bill's Mafia for this one yesterday. I almost broke a table just for this game. I was so excited because I hate the Cowboys that much. But unfortunately for me, I do have the Cowboys kicker, and he had a few really good misses. He had ne- didn't he have, like, negative that one or just, something? He had, he had negative one, yeah. It was really – it was really awful for me. I actually didn't even watch the game. I was super drunk yesterday. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> it was on brand though. So, but yeah. So and then I and now um, Jason Garrett is not getting fired. Is what I'm hearing. Uh, I bet you they just do it after the season, so they stop asking every week. Yeah, that's true. Well, good for him. Keeps his job for the rest of the year. I'm honestly surprised he doesn't deserve it. Um, and I guess all aboard the Buffalo Bills because they definitely are not frauds. Yeah. Um, John. I'm in. Bill could be. <laughs> uh, John, what about uh, New Orleans against Atlanta? Um, New Orleans pulling out, I think, everybody predicting them winning this game. What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts? It's very this game? weird ending with about uh, three onside kicks in a row. Really. But, um, <laughs> so weird. Something, so I, I don't know if you can trust Matt Ryan next season. I think he's okay for this season, but – you know, he's, he's looking a little washed, and, you know, it makes me worry about next year, which is the big thing. John, are you going to start him in the fantasy playoffs? Oh, yeah. I mean, what, he threw two picks yesterday. He got me, like, 18 points. That's good enough. He, I mean, what he said, he like, 16 or something yeah, he got like, like that? like, 16 or 18 points or something. I mean, that's, that'll, you know, it's better than Drew Brees. Drew Brees had 11 yesterday. Yeah, I know. But I, I just be more worried about uh, Falcons players next year. You know, it's been really dependable having uh, Matt Ryan and Julio. I think I've done it like three or four years in a row. But uh, now it's starting to look like maybe I, I should jump off that. Thing. All right. Now, side side note, look, uh, fuck Russell Gage for getting a touchdown with three minutes left. First of all, he just <laughs> put some respect on his name. Second of all, you know what you <laughs> <laughs> Only Jason can curse on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I didn't even know he scored. To be honest with you, I like I didn't. I fell asleep halfway through the game last night, and um, I like went. I got up this morning for work at a godly early hour, and I like saw my phone. I saw Eric didn't text me, and I was like, "Oh, that must have meant Russell Gage sucked." Because if Eric, if Russell Gage did something, Eric would have said, "Oh, f Russell Gage. He's can't believe you picked him up and put him in," and. When you didn't text me, I figured he sucked. And when I saw that touchdown, I was – So, you know what's kind of funny? I went to bed at halftime, <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, David will text me if Russell Gage does something. And I had a dream that Russell Gage scored a garbage time touchdown with 15 seconds left. And when I woke up and saw it was with three minutes, I threw my phone. Wait, so he had it with three minutes yeah. left in the game. It, w- it wasn't that much garbage time. I mean, it was only an eight-point game at the end, so – that, yeah, that was when it was like 13, though. Uh, Russell Gage, you came through beautifully. Nope. I don't think T.Y. would What's have What's real that. garbage is playing against Devin Singletary, who did nothing except for some garbage trick play touchdown. I'm, I don't think – I think it should count as half. Any flea flickers or reverses, half the points. Half. I think that should be bonus. No, I don't like it. <laughs> you did nothing. Um, we move now into – I think I think onside kicks should be something. Young Hope, my guy. 
he can't he misses field goals, but he gets onside kicks. Yeah. Um we move into the game that no one cares about. That uh I think uh many people when they uh they hear this game they just kinda make this noise. The uh Niners visiting the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> Eric, why don't you analyze this poopy game for us? Because there's one dominant team and then one team we don't. Well, care I assume about. the dominant team is the one that's ten and one and five and zero oh on the road. Uh, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game than people think. I think both defenses are good, but I think it's going to. I mean, I don't think you can slow down Lamar Jackson, and uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, as much as it pains for me to say this, I think the Ravens win by probably seven points, seven eight points. Um, but I will be pleasantly uh, surprised if I'm wrong and will be intoxicated for a few days. Eric, you don't have to say to that? You're an idiot! <laughs> As spoken by the wise Judge Judy. I like the judge theme we got today. Um, so you think the Ravens I are going to win? I do. Like, I hate the Ravens, and I can just imagine them winning and everybody being happy, like everybody I'm with cheering, and then just me being, like, in a bad mood the rest of the day. Fair enough. Okay, um, John, I'm going to have you analyze the next game. How about uh, the uh, Redskins playing against uh, the Carolina Panthers who own uh, CMC to God? Why are you always giving me Redskins games, man? I just – they're so depressing to talk about. I feel like you give it some cheer and some joy. <laughs> I mean, there's not really much to say. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> McCafferty gets the automatic start. We talked a lot about DJ Moore uh, last week, and we were rewarded for our faith. And I think you uh, trust on him again. I will say Kyle Allen gets a start here, too, if you need. You shouldn't need a, a Kyle Allen start, but in case you have some weird injury happens between now and Sunday, he's a good filling quarterback, but with the bye weeks over, there's not really much reason. To... Fair enough, fair enough. Anybody on the Redskins that you're starting? I'm um, starting Dwayne Haskins at um, picture taking. <laughs> wow. He's a uh, number one selfie. The selfie king. Yeah, he, legend. Um, oh, all right, I next game. I read an article uh, where uh, Santana Moss said, uh, him and Clinton Portis would drink Hennessy before games. So I thought that was kind of cool. Maybe that's what we need to do to be in the NFL. Drink Hennessy. Then we'll be super athletic. We'll, we'll think we will be. <laughs> um, Claude, we're looking at uh, the 0-11 Bengals against your New York Jets. Um, is there anybody that you really like in this game for either team? And what do you think is the yeah. outcome? Um. I like Le'Veon Bell in this game. Um, I think, I mean, I think that the, the Jets are going to get it. I, I think they're going to kind of go off a little bit again. I think Sam Darnold's getting a lot more comfortable. And, yeah, I don't have anything to say about the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're – I think it's the only one thing to note maybe is that Andy Dalton's back at quarterback. So maybe, hopefully, some others might catch it's the ball. Boyd act. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would love to Boyd. 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 Yeah, I might put him Boyd. in. E-Boyard. Um, so this is a more of a Le'Veon Bell than a Sam Darnold game, do you think? I think so. Okay. Yeah. You heard it here first. 
Uh, John, going back to you for this next game, uh, your Derrick Henry-led Tennessee Titans against Indianapolis Colts, both six and five. Who do you like in this game, and who do you think pulls this out? I like the uh, the Titans a lot, like I said. Uh, they seem to show up a lot uh, in these divisional games. Derrick Henry does. I mean, absolute stud. And I think once it starts going like this, just start pounding the rock, beating Derrick Henry. Uh, Ryan Tannehill can throw a couple of crossing routes or something. Uh, I saw he actually has just as many rushing yards as Mariota did, so maybe he'll run for one. I don't know. Ooh. Is Derrick Henry a top five play the rest of the season? Easy money, yes. Yes. Wow. Eric, do you think so too? Eric's silent. I'll skip him and move on. Um, we look at Tampa Bay playing Jacksonville, Battle of Florida, both teams at four and seven. There's a lot of good, I think, wide receivers in this game and a lot of points that can be scored. So, Eric, who are you starting in this game? And Eric still can't hear us. Well, I'm, I'm starting to get annoyed with Eric. <laughs> well, we're going to just skip, skip Eric, and then, I'll Claude, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, who do you like in this game? Um, any players that stick out to you? Bucks, Jaguars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pass on this. How about, how about you tell me who you like because I honestly couldn't tell you. Oh, anymore. turning it back to me. Okay, okay. So yeah, I like DJ Chark in this game. Uh, I'm actually starting him and Nick Foles in DFS this week. What about D.D. Westbrook? Um, I think D.D. Westbrook is is not a bad play. I just don't think. He's going to be the number one pass catcher for them this week. I think he, if you're in a pinch of flex, I, I he could. I plugged him in for Marvin Jones, thinking Marvin Jones wouldn't get anything. And then he had that 40 yards and a touchdown yesterday. Not, I know not he was the best sick. game, but. Um, and then as far as, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is arguably the worst pass defense in the NFL. Um, so I think you can't go wrong starting any receiver for them. And Tampa Bay, you were starting Mike Evans and uh, – and uh, Chris Godwin every week, regardless of who they're playing. Um, so that's easy. Uh, running backs, I think you're definitely firing up both their starting running backs, uh, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. And you just hope it's a shootout so everybody can benefit. Um, we look at the next game, Philadelphia against Miami. And this is my daily visit to ask, Eric, are you back on the pod? Only we dropped some dead weight. <laughs> Eric is gone again. So, uh, John, do you want to analyze this one for us? I think this gets my highest scoring game of the week. Really? Yeah, you know, always fun to wow. pick a, you know, a little under the radar one. I think this is the highest scoring game of the week. Interesting. So I start. I think I think Ertz has a day. All three of the Eagles running backs. <laughs> Walt, are you taking your shot? You think Ertz has a big day in this game? I think he does. I think I think this is I think this is his day. Okay, we're gonna write that down. She's calling. She's calling her shot. Ertz's <laughs> big day. Um, do uh, the Dolphins win this game? I think that the if the Eagles had had any momentum, I would say that the Dolphins pull out a win here. But just the Eagles are doing so bad. It's sort of like a reverse. Jinx, where they're going to have to pull one out of one out of the rabbit at some point. <laughs> um, I like that logic. 
fits fair enough. I like it too. Yeah. Um, we look at Green Bay visiting the Giants and what also could be another high scoring game. Uh, Claudem, what do you think? Do you, uh, I know you know uh, some of the big name players in this game. So, what are your thoughts? Um, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in like a weird depression with the Giants. I was thinking of maybe saying if you have the depth, this might be a week to bench Saquon. He hasn't scored in three weeks. He Ooh. doesn't. It's just he's just he, he he's not getting it done. And I don't I don't think it's his fault, but they're just really really awful. I think. Um, Devontae Adams is gonna is gonna tear him up too. I do think this would be a big game for him. Any? Um, yeah. What about? But yeah, I would I I would definitely think about benching Saquon. What about for the heartthrob Aaron Rodgers? The heartthrob Aaron Rodgers is gonna is gonna have it, a day. Rodgers is a fraud. Yikes! Well, um. Is there anybody on the Giants you feel comfortable playing? Uh, I don't I I I wouldn't play Shepard. I wouldn't I don't think so. Do you have anyone mm. besides Saquon? I mean I, I think Um but I, I think you're right. I think you have to the way he's performed. Um, but... I'm gonna be honest, David. I don't know if anybody caught any of that. It did that little robot thing. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like when people curse in SpongeBob. Oh, it's like the sailor. Like <laughs> it sounded like you just were on a, a large string of words. Yeah. I Basically, agree. I wouldn't play Saquon either. Um, okay, Good. let's move to the next game. And uh, we have the Cleveland Browns going against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, Pittsburgh hosting Cleveland. I'm just going to get my quick analysis on this here. I think you got to play Benny Snell um, just because running back is so – there's dearth of players to play at that position, so I think you have to play him. Um, and I think you're playing all your major Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield um, and uh, – Odell Beckham and uh, Jarvis Landry, I think, and Nick Chubb. You like how Eric just interrupts me in the middle of talking? I know we finally got rid of him, and he just jumps in. <laughs> Are you going to interrupt and not say anything now? Woke up, and now I'm back in. Finally. Yeah. Um, Eric, is there anybody on Pittsburgh you're playing outside of the? Whoever starts at them for running back, probably Benny Snell. I wouldn't even start him. I would bench everyone on Pittsburgh and their mothers besides the defense. Who has to get mothers in there? That's that's so unnecessary. Uh, I'm just finishing the saying, everybody and their mothers, or and they mothers. There's already enough bad blood between the Browns and Steelers right now. You don't need to add to it by bringing Okay, are there any fights this weekend in this game? I hope. I definitely I hope think so. so. <laughs> I hope OBJ tries to beat each other. There's no way rocks. OBJ is anywhere near a fight. He's going to be off polishing his. I mean, Cam Cam Hayward is going to yeah. kick someone. Fair enough. Um, 
let's look into uh, Eric. I'll have you analyze this next one too. Um, we're looking at Arizona hosting the Rams. Um, who are some fantasy studs in this game, and um, who are you avoiding? I think for fantasy stud wise, maybe Kyler Murray because they're playing at home. But I don't feel good about the receivers because Jalen Ramsey will shadow Christian Kirk. You don't really know who's going to start at running back for the Cardinals. I guess probably Kenyon Drake has the hot hand. And for the Rams, I mean, I guess you're playing their starters, but do you feel good about it? I think I think no. you got to play whoever starts at tight end for the Rams if it's Everett or – Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm done with Gerald Everett. Done with him. Oh, well. Why don't you send him a hate message over Twitter? No, that's old, Eric. I can't do that anymore now that I'm employed. Um, <laughs> you gonna call? Is he gonna call this this company in Colombia? <laughs> yeah, Gerald Everett. I'm being harassed by your newest employee. Kurt Schilling did that. <laughs> Kurt Schilling also lied about having a bloody sock, so he's a scumbag. Wait, we should play the the game of guess how many Twitter follows Gerald Everett has because I bet it's not a lot. I think it's 27,000. I'm going to say it's 18,000. I'm going to say it's 20,000. I'm going to look it I'm up. I'm going to say it's 22,000. I'll pull it up real quick. Uh, Chloe, what's your guess? I, want, I honestly want to say like 10,000. Okay, so I said, you said 10, I said 18. John, you said how much? 27. And Eric, how much did you say? 22. You guys are, that's so high. Uh, well, first of all, his Twitter handle is lightning strk12. Lightning. Oh, oh, gosh, I don't like him. He's also a son of God. He has 7,278 followers. Oh, Jesus. What I tell you. She wins this game. <laughs> How hard is it? I will, win all the, I will win all of the Twitter games, and all of you will beat my ass in fantasy football. I can guarantee I think this you should that. Be, I think this should be a segment of – we pick players and then guessing how many Twitter followers they have. I do like that as a second. I think it should be really high on all of them. It's, I feel like there's so many fake accounts. You're telling me he only has like 7,000? Like I have like 200 fake accounts following me. Like what? how does he not have more? You know what's funny is I follow like okay, – so- I follow some fantasy experts. I follow probably like 10 of them, and only one of them follows him. So it kind of shows how irrelevant he is. He's so relevant. But then some guys like Juju – has 1.1 million followers on Twitter. Yeah, he's people funny like Juju. I don't think people like Gerald Everett. All right, Eric, let me ask you this question. I love him. Kyle Juszczyk, how many followers does he have? Kyle Juszczyk, I feel like he's popular. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go 32,000. Oof. John? I, I'm going to go. He's going to be right around that Gerald Everett range. I'll give him 10. Claude, what do you think? I give him five. He's got 61,800. What? What? Cal yeah. is a popular guy. He's what? kind of a big deal. And he's good looking. Well, that's Eric. probably why. Um, yeah, let's, let's, I won't spend any more time on this for now, but I think we'll have to make this a segment in the future. <laughs> um, okay, so let's look at our next game. John, I want you to analyze the game of the week. Oakland visiting Kansas City. So who's relevant in this game and who's going to win? I was going real down after last week, but I've talked myself up and better feeling going into this game than I did going into the Jets game. I think, you know, right when everything's all against you, that's when you shock people. Right when people say Derek Carr can't hold, 
that's when Patrick Mahomes can't play in the cold and Derek Carr throws a couple touchdowns too. Tyrell Williams. Stud. So did I think you... Josh gashes the running de- uh gashes the weak Chiefs defense and Tyrell Williams gets a couple of a short, you know, eight yard slant touchdowns. Uh calling my shot. Have you uh do you know what Derek Carr's career to uh win loss record in under 50 degree weather is he's it's not good but that's when you start shocking people two and eight yeah i mean that's also not a lot of games so very small sample size also what is Derek Carr's record against the chiefs very bad i don't even what? know what it is but it's bad yeah it's definitely not chiefs good. also have a losing record at home this year just throwing it out there yeah they're looking very susceptible so, John, you're calling a Raiders win? I'm calling a Raiders win. You already know who I'm going with. The Raiders as well. <laughs> Riding with my boys. I think, it's, I think it's a closer game than people realize. I'm going to say it's 35 to 21. But the Chiefs well, score like late to make points. it that way. David, David, the spread is Kansas City minus 10. So you're saying it's closer than people think. But <laughs> you're giving odds to your team. <laughs> I, I had read that David was giving us the 35 points. It's a little off. I think you just read the wrong team. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens, David. Pod bet. Hit the button. Oh, you, you see that? Ooh. Uh-oh. You know what I think we have? I wish I had it ready. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pod bet. we had an official Twitter page, I would put a Twitter poll up. That's, that's coming in the next few weeks. We'll have an official Twitter page. At this point, I guess we should wait till next season. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that. It is week 13. Um, oh, my God. I will, I will write you up a bomb-ass bio oh, for that. We need it. We need it. I'm not creative enough to do it. <laughs> um, I can, we can get it. We're really sidetracked. <laughs> um. The uh, Denver Broncos hosting the L.A. Chargers. Um, what do you uh, do? You have anybody in this game that you feel is uh, worth playing? Claudia, do you feel anybody in the uh, Denver Chargers game is worth playing? Did we lose her? Certainly not, Philip Lindsay. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Claudia, tell us more about Philip Lindsay. I think I've seen him start on a few teams, and I just don't – I'm not behind him this week. The Chargers have a sneaky good defense. You sure know a lot about Philip Lindsay. <laughs> uh, I agree with all those points. <laughs> That's all rise. Um, I think, yeah, I – I, I, what about Keenan Allen? I feel like Keenan Allen sucks always against Denver. I, that's what I'm saying. What did I say about Philip Rivers' noodle arm he's throwing with? Can't trust him. Can't trust him. Can't trust him. Do you like that? Um, let's look at our uh, Sunday night game. Houston hosting New England. Um, Eric. High, potential high-scoring matchup, but New England's always really good against quarterbacks. Um, 
Are you playing Deshaun Watson or are you playing any Texan in this game? And what so, are the Patriots pass? So I actually benched Deshaun Watson for Josh Epu this week, and it looks pretty good. Um, I think you have to play Hopkins, even though he's going to get shadowed by Gilmore. And on the Patriots, probably Edelman. Uh, but I actually think it's going to be a low-scoring game. You know what the Patriots' defense can do. And I think the Texans have a decent defense, too. So I think it's going to be uh, a little bit low-scoring um, compared to what people are thinking. Um, Eric, do you know what DeAndre Hopkins' stats in his last two games against Stephon Gilmore? Uh, I do not. I probably uh, did not pull that up, and I know that you did. Nine catches for 85 yards in two games. That's actually not bad, though. In two games? I mean, that's average of like four and a half for 40. I mean, that, for, that's terrible. Why would you start somebody to get four points, Eric? Zero touchdowns, and that's the number one receiver taken in fantasy. Yeah, but when was last time? Like, who was, who was the, the Texans quarterback? Like, Brandon Whedon one of those times? No, the last two times they played the Patriots, it's definitely been with Deshaun Watson. They play like every season. They're not in the same division. They're in the same conference, though. They play almost every season. And they're always both finishing towards the top of their conference or top of their division, so they play yeah. each other. Yeah. All right, well, I'll downgrade Hopkins a little more if you tell me that both of those games were with Watson. Well, I know they had that a couple weeks or uh, at least a year or two ago where Deshaun Watson threw, like, a pick at the goal line or something. At, at like a, It was like a Hail Mary that almost wasn't. And so that was at least one. Yeah. Um, Eric, why don't you message, uh, Claude off air and, uh, I'm sure she can't, it's like how you were disconnected before and that way she can exit out and come back in. Okay. Um, John, while he's doing that, why don't you tell us about our last game, uh, Seattle hosting Minnesota on Monday night football. I am big into Dalvin cook and he's questionable right now. So as Eric mentioned earlier, getting the handcuff, uh, Madison, uh, I think obviously, uh, if Dalvin Cook's out, Madison slides right into his place. He's looked pretty good with minimal touch. Dalvin is certainly serviceable. I'm back. Sorry, I interrupted. But I'm back. Golden <laughs> <laughs> Eric. On the Chris Carson, <laughs> I that, uh, don't want to look like they're changing it to Rashad Penny, so I think Chris Carson has a bounce-back game. Oh, I like that. I have Chris Carson in a league that if I don't win, I get last place and I have to do the punishment. So I'm, I'm all for Chris Carson. I'm in a league where I'm in first place, David, and I'm just trying to stay in first place. So it sounds like you, it sounds like a lot of uh, problems you have there. In gosh, <laughs> first place. Um, I, I bet my, my Sunday is going to be a lot more stressful than yours, bud. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's our analysis for uh, this week's games. So let's move on to uh, a little bit of uh, DFS. So we go to our uh, – and if you – Claudia or John, you guys can chime in if you want. I know you guys aren't big DFS players, but uh, – And uh, it's our DFS music. All right. DFS for this week. Eric, give us a couple of DFS players you like. Is Eric gone now? Wow. <laughs> anyway, I'll well, just give you a couple DFS guys. You know who I like? And I know this is like an unpopular opinion with you, David, but I really like this guy. His name is Christian McCaffrey. Have you ever heard of him? Who, who, wait, uh, who is Christian? Who does he play for? 
Um, actually, I'm not even sure. I think he like bounced around a lot. I think they 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 call him CMC or something. Have you ever heard of that? Is that more familiar? Oh, I've heard of CMC the God. Yep, there he is. That's him. Dude. Oh God, he's he's my man crush Monday. He's my man crush every day. <laughs> David, I also um, have the name for you. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he has like a pretty favorable matchup against a weak defense this week. His name is Zay Jones. <laughs> Mal Zay Jones. Everybody loves Zaymond. Forward happens. This is the week he goes off. I, I with Hunter Renfro out, it, it's only going to become more and more true. That so the, wait, I need to take D- Zay Jones and DFS is what you're saying. I he's going to be cheap. <laughs> All right, Eric. Well, speaking of DFS, why don't you give us a couple of your good values for this week? Okay, so. I figured out that if you exit the app and you try to come back in, like me texting Claudia, that that's how you get muted. So just a heads up. Uh, I like Daryl Williams because Damian Williams is out. Uh, I think he gets some volume. I think Robert Anderson gets a long touchdown this week. And Noah Fan is pretty cheap for a tight end, and he has been getting a lot of volume. So I think he's a good play. Okay, I'm all in on a Mono Darnold. Or uh, Ryan Tana Thrill. And I also like uh, the backup QB Nick Foles. I like uh, Benny Snell at 4700 I think he's a good value. And um, that guy that plays for the Broncos, um, the starting running back, what's his name, John? I, I To be honest, I wasn't listening. <laughs> the starting running back for the uh, Broncos, the one that uh, someone liked. What's his name? Bill Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, and DJ Moore is always a stud. I think he gets a touchdown because he's coming home against his, uh, where he uh, went to school at Maryland. He's coming against the Redskins. I think he gets a homecoming touchdown. The game is in Carolina, by the way. Uh, we'll scratch that. Never mind. Um, and Tyler Boyd, I think, goes off. And Jack Doyle at 3,300, I think, is a great value at tight end. And if you're like me, you know how much the Chiefs always beat down the Raiders. So pick up Chiefs D because hopefully they'll get a pick six because Derek Carr does not do well in cold weather. Oh, David. <laughs> I do have a, a real name for you, and this would be cool. You pick up Gardner Minshew on the anticipation that Foles gets hurt again and then comes in off the bench. You know what? That'd be a contrarian <laughs> play. No one else is going to have that. You're guaranteed to win if something like that happens. All right, well, let's move into our uh, one of our last segments here. We have our uh, random question for this week. John, who are we, uh, who are we sponsored by? Oh, we're week? sponsored by Lito's Pizza. If they're going to keep tweeting uh, gift card giveaways, I'm going to keep tweeting it. One of these days, I'll win myself $25. Hey, John, I'll retweet them with you, and if one of us wins, how about we take the other one out to dinner? It's a win-win. I'm very game for that, Eric. That's very sweet. I won't even get a soda. I'll let you save your money on the gift card. That is so cute. John, do you actually always tweet out when they don't? Not every time, but every every couple weeks, I'll probably retweet one. Because, you know, I mean, there's only like a couple thousand people doing it, so... I always see you and Leor Newman tweeting, retweeting. (laughs) And then then Um, you'll reap the rewards, Eric, when I win. Or if I win, I got you. (laughs) 
Thanks for sharing with the other two members on the podcast. It's only $25, David. Come on. I mean, we could all be just share a large pizza and just not be greedy. How about, how about if we win, we do a future pod recording at Lido's and they, and they can really sponsor us? <laughs> Deal. I don't, I don't know if they'll let us do it, but I'm game. Um, so our, we're trying to be, you know, we're festive here on the uh, First Down Fantasy podcast. Uh, so we're uh, in honor of Thanksgiving. The player that you drafted in any league this year that you're most thankful for. So, uh, John, I'm going to start with you. Who are you most thankful for that you drafted this, this year? Is a little interesting one. I'm most thankful for drafting Evan Ingram because I traded him to Jason and I got a, a great haul because for some reason he really wanted um, Evan Ingram. I think I got Stefan Diggs and Jared Cook. So I really thought that was awesome. And you know what's wow. great? Every after that trade, everybody thought that you lost that. Besides me, and I was like, I think John easily won that. I, I don't even know what Ingram's done since, but it, Jared Cook has been pretty good, so I pretty much stole a wide receiver. You know, he started on my team to begin the season. He's been passed around like mono. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was Claudia. Who's your uh, player that you are thankful you drafted? Well, I actually have an interesting draft story. I was I was third pick this year. And this was in like a cousin league that we're doing. And one of my cousins has never played fantasy before. And I tried to tell him he had the first pick. And I tried to tell him, you want to pick, obviously, a running back or a wide receiver first overall. Don't be stupid. And he picked Pat Mahomes first overall. And I drafted third. What a genius. And I drafted third and got Christian McCaffrey. And I'm very blessed and thankful for that. I'm not going to fault your cousin for taking my team's quarterback. He's a smart, smart But he man. didn't get Christian McCaffrey, and who won that? It's like picking between, um, do I love my firstborn or my secondborn? <laughs> it's always the first. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, who, uh, who's your player you're All right. for? Thank God I got Chris Godwin in one league. I took him in your league, David, and that was the first draft we had. And I did four other leagues. And in three leagues, he got taken the pick right before me, right as I had the draft player. So at least I got him in one league, and he has outperformed his ADP. Chris Godwin has been pretty, even though he had that like three week stretch where he sucked. But he's been pretty. Was he a top? He's been top five this year, isn't he? Still. Um, mine's short and sweet. You know who I'm going to. Claude already gave me a nice little uh, intro (laughs) to him. Um. He has uh, three initials to his name, as if we like to RG three. He's been called Godly, <laughs> the God, the uh, best running back in the NFL. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Damian Williams. He's just he's uh he has photos of himself uh, on Instagram of him carrying with his big muscular arms. Uh, he's just he's just uh, I'm at a loss for words to talk about him. So. Um, Christian McCaffrey, thank you for falling to the third pick. When I would have taken you number one when no one else would Seriously. have. You're just – David, just, I took him number one. Uh, after, uh, we're not even going to get into that because <laughs> you did that to spite somebody. I took him number one, though. Uh, you are just paying out, your, paying out what we drafted you as and then some. So just thank you. Thank you for being I, you. Thank you for being the stud I that you are. I just don't trust white running backs waiting for him to be Peyton Hillis. 
Do you not see that he's a 99 in Madden? You can't go from a 99 in Madden to being awful. Ellis was on the cover. I was I I was skeptical for sure, skeptical at first with the white running back thing. You see, this is I'm right now as we're talking. I have his name written down. I'm circling it with a big heart. <laughs> David um, McCafferty. It has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Um. All right, so we're going to finish out the pod, huh? If we want to talk about McCaffrey more, we have another extra minute or two. I've I got as no. much as I can handle. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so let's move into one of our segments that we have, uh, our game. And so this week is we're bringing back practice squad versus a player I made up. So the uh, this game... Welcome in to Practice Squad Player, or Player I Made Up. We've got three contenders this week. Eric, 49ers Suck Mendelssohn. We have the uh, Leper Claude herself, Claudia. And we have the, uh, the team that loses the worst in week 13, Oakland Raiders fan, John. Hosted by David. I didn't make the fantasy playoffs in at least Mendelssohn. Ooh, he's been waiting for that. That has been loaded. That's David. I'm in a game for last place, McCafferty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just to be fair, I've been playing fantasy football for 10 years and fantasy baseball for, like, what, three or four years. I've never not made the playoffs in any fantasy league I've ever played, and this is the first year. Welcome welcome to the club. All right, so we're going to go around, and I'm going to read a name, and it's your job to tell me if it's a practice squad player or a player I made up, and it's going to be first one to three wins. Fair enough? All right, so – we are going to start with Eric. I'm ready, but I don't have a chance against John. <laughs> this is uh, this is John's game. I don't know anything. Oh, this is this is a completely guess right here. This, these are players that are just it's flip night, but for way football, out of left field. it's sober flip night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our first one, Eric, tight end, Alex Ellis. Uh, I'm going to say it's a real player. You are correct. He is a practice squad player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Way to get your first point ever in this game. Woo! <laughs> go, Eric! Claudia, you're next. Let's go. <laughs> Claudia, you're up next. Tight end Josh Jenkins. I'm going to say yes, that's a player. That is incorrect. It is a player I just made up. <laughs> You get the big X button. What team did you allegedly uh, play for, David? What team are you imagining Josh Jenkins on? He looks like he's like a uh Oh, Seattle I was thinking Seahawks. Jaguars. Bro. I was thinking the Giants. I was going Minnesota Vikings, but okay. All over the country. <laughs> Josh Jenkins, new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Like exactly what I was going for. All right, John, you ready for the yep. next one? Defensive back, Corn Elder. I want to say that this one, this is a real fella. 
He is. With a name like Corn, I couldn't think of something that funny. I was so he is a real player. Thanksgiving, so Corn might have been on the mouth. David, I feel like you always give John the easiest ones. All right, we'll have to throw some curveballs in. If that's yeah, how you that is how I feel. Um, you got Ellis. It's very right. clearly a real person, Eric. Come on. You got a guy with the first name Corn. Yeah, did you, you think that's real? <laughs> All right, uh, you ready? Defensive end, Ryan B. Um, I'm going to say you made him up. Ah. <laughs> that's so easy. Ah, back, back to Eric sucking at this game, just how it should be. Uh, all right, Claudia, you yeah. ready? Ryan, uh, sorry, running back Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall. I'm going to say you made him up. Wow, that's correct. Yeah. I tried to throw a curveball and she <laughs> just swung and hit it out of the park. Such a basic name. He's a running so back basic. for the, uh, he's the running back, uh, or he, he's a fake running back. Um, David, did you, did you basically just take Brian Hill and just, Take off the B and add an A instead of the I. Uh, no, I have a little bit more creativity okay. than that. All right. Claudia, you ready? Again? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, it's John's <laughs> turn. Sorry. John, you ready? Yeah. Wide receiver Donovan Mitchell. I think that that is a fake player. That is correct. That's a good name. John did not. John did not fall into the trap I set there either. I thought everybody's gonna know he's a basketball player. It's gonna actually, uh, but he's probably actually a real player because David wouldn't be that stupid to actually try to throw us off of that. That so. was easy. Oh my gosh! All uh-huh. right, Eric, you ready? Running back Mark Thompson. Hmm. I'm gonna say that's fake. Oh, God, you are horrible at this game. He's a running back for Detroit. I like that you know that it's wrong because David doesn't say anything while he's trying to click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to try to time these better. Gosh. Um, all right. Claudia, you ready? Yep. Quarterback Drew Anderson. Drew Anderson. That's fake. Fuck. Yeah. Anytime there's that little gap, we know it's wrong. That little gap, and you're like, damn it. They need a faster buzzer. It like takes a second for it to play. Uh, okay, so John, you can win the game if you answer this question oh correct. We have wide receiver Jazz McLaughlin. I think that one's a fake player. That's real. And John's a winner! Uh, Eric, I John is a perfect six for six in this game. <laughs> I really think I, it's not fair to have him in this game anymore. No, nah, I think third... he just he just he, he, he just knows David way too well. That's what's happening. Third time's the charm for me. This is the champion music. This sounds like when you win Mario Party. It's just like you're at peace. You know you're the best oh, yeah. of the best. <laughs> All right, fellas. Is there anything you guys want to say before we peace out of here? Uh, go 49ers. Go Raiders. Boo Chiefs.
I'll take it. I'll I'll edit that last part out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Chief David just for you. That's why you're my favorite person on the yeah, podcast. About time we had a girl about time we had a girl on the podcast. Now people can realize that we're not losers. Is that how it works? I'm like the worst girl. Do you hear my voice? <laughs> no, Claude, you fit right in. This was uh this was good. You fit right into the uh the pod. Oh thanks. I'll come back whenever. I don't have a life. Your second, your second home is one star, baby. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> if you want to catch Claudia, you know where to find check me. her out at one star. <laughs> she makes appearances uh, every Friday and Saturday And night. Thursday and Sunday. Oh, so more than half the week you can go catch her there, go buy her a drink. <laughs> now she'll probably buy you one. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, we will catch you for week 14. And uh, until then, peace out. We did it.